0: Let's look ahead to Tuesday, the first big stream day of the week. Only four games on. Let's look at the injuries. Let's look at players that we're streaming. It's all coming up. Thank you to Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and the girls happy and I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore ball, and TikTok at redrock underscore bball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account and use the code LockedOnNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. We are available on all platforms. Become a double banger. Watch on YouTube and listen on audio. And when you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up. Helps out a lot. Let's talk about... I say this every time. I don't think it's going to be a long show, but we'll see. We've only got four games on Tuesday for us to talk about. I'm also... Not retiring. It's not the right word. Um, The Under the Lens segment. I'm just going to re... Uh, re-sort of maneuver it around. There were a few people there that said, oh man, this segment's so boring. What does it matter if they're not on my team? And I, and I, I understand that part of it. I just think it's, for, for me in particular, it, it is interesting, but I have to know everything about all 500 players in the league at all times. Uh, and I, I think it is good that everyone understands what's going on in certain players around the league versus like, I only know this guy because he's on my fantasy team. I think that helps you be a better fantasy player. But I do want to make the most of the time that we do and try and make things a little bit more... Um, Intriguing versus like having a segment of the, the audience say, like, oh God, not this bullshit again. So, we're going to just, I'm going to work out what I'm going to do with that segment. If you've got any other ideas for it, let me know down below. We'll get into it. Um, all right. So, we are, as I said, talking about the daily look ahead here for Tuesday with the four games on in the NBA. Let's do a quick uh, check in on what we've got injury wise. Going on here, Luke Cornett is going to be out for the Boston Celtics. Gary Payton and Draymond Green are going to be out for the Golden State Warriors. We just got an update on Bradley Beal. Now, I did the injury show earlier on today. Um, the Suns have announced that he's going to miss at least the next two weeks and reevaluate at the start of January. We had his return date around the 10th or 11th of January anyway, so that's about right. That's about the right time, I think, for Beal. So Phoenix is uh, following in my footsteps or following my lead in terms of giving us an injury timetable. Charlotte, any any chance of you guys... Giving us any information? Now, of course, not because you're trash. And you'll remain trash forever until you change things. Okay, cool. Got that out of the way. Um, yeah, so Beal is out. The two guys that I've got doubtful there are Luke Kennard and Marcus Smart. We know that they're out for Monday's game. The Grizzlies are the only team with a Monday, Tuesday back to back, by the way. The only team with a Tuesday, Wednesday back to back are the Boston Celtics. There are 10 games on Wednesday. Al Horford probably sits on Wednesday. There is a chance he sits on Tuesday, which opens up stuff for Nemea's Kader, Slam and Sammy Hauser, and maybe a Lamar Stevens if. Horford sits on Tuesday. Just remember that part of it. Canard and Smart should be returning soon, but I don't know 100% whether they're going to be back. So at this point, I am... um I'm listing the team as, I'm listing them as doubtful. Also just got the official update from the Hornets to say that uh, Miles Bridges is not playing on Monday, Monday due to the Canadian legal um, process or the legal border force. They denied him entry. Interestingly, bo- uh, Nate Mensah, the guy they just signed on the two-way, also got listed out, not with team for personal reasons. I don't. Does he have any legal troubles that I'm not aware of? Maybe, maybe he does. I don't know much about Nate Mensah at this point. Bridges is out. I would expect they do play another game in Toronto later in the year. It does appear like they will be able to get that sorted out. But uh, So I think he'll play in that one, but he's obviously not playing in this one tonight. What a, sh- what a shame that Miles Bridges is not able to play. Really, really terrible stuff. Um, other injury news we've got now. now. We know Bismuth Biombo is doubtful for Monday's game. I'm going to label him questionable. For Tuesday's game, their rotation continues to be just an absolute guesswork shit show. So who knows what's going to happen there? I don't think they'll start Tillman on Monday, but maybe they do. Who knows? Malik Beasley um, is questionable. He's missed the last couple with an illness. We don't have an official update yet from the Bucks on his status, and Josh Okoge, um is questionable for the Suns. He's missed the last couple too. He's not someone we're going to be super interested in, but of course, Beasley and Okoge's status is important for Tuesday because it, they are streamable guys, especially Beasley. He's got fantastic value on a Tuesday like this, but Akogi might actually have that value there too. And the big news is that Ja Morant is back. This is it. Unless something completely wild happens in the next 24 hours, Morant's going to play on Tuesday. Um, Derek Rose is going to be out. We know this. Um, but that means that Morant is going to start. I imagine he starts alongside Desmond Bain, Vince Williams, and then it depends what happens with Biombo, but it could be Aldama and Jackson. It could be Jackson and Tillman. It could be Jackson and Biombo. That is, I imagine what they're going to go with with their starting lineup. Morant might be marginally limited early on, but they can't screw around this team. They've got to get him into big minutes straight away. So I don't think he's going to be sitting at like 22 coming off the bench considering they don't have another point guard. So Ja Morant is back, um... Important to understand his valuation in a category league. Yes, you can look at if you look at his Yahoo ranks, it'll tell you he's 91st. Of course, those ranks tell you absolutely nothing. In minus one setting, he's about a top 40, top 45 guy when he's rolling. And in points leagues, he's like a top 15 player. It'll take a little bit of time to get there, but that's the expectation you should be having for Jar Morant when he returns and when he is um when he's fully back in action and fully rolling, which again will, will take a little bit of time to get back up to speed as my voice cracks because I'm 13 years old. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. They're partnering with me, Josh Lloyd, here, and the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast right across the Locked On Network to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So, when you're looking across the waiver wire, eBay Motors and me are going to help you find some guys that hopefully are a perfect fit on your team. We're going to go to Houston. We're going to look at Tari this season because Tari Eason's minutes are solid. They are still a little worrying to me in terms of how they're going to deploy him. And there's no clear starting role there for him. But they're seemingly limiting Jalen Green. Sometimes it's Jabari Smith. Sometimes it's Alperen Sengun, And that's enabling Eason to get those 25 minutes a night. And we know that he's a stat stuffer. He rebounds. He gets steals. He gets blocks. He scores usually very efficiently. It's all about the role in the minutes. And at the moment... Imei Yudoka is trusting him with that role and with those minutes and he needs to be rostered even though that might not be the case all season and it might be just a little short-term fad that uh, Yudoka is running on that rotation. So, Eason is the guy that we want to have a look at. Is he going to win you a fantasy championship? Well, he's going to win you some matchups. I know that. So, go and grab him. Much like with eBay Motors, it about getting a championship team and getting a winning team is about finding the perfect fit and that is the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack bumpers, whatever it is that your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices on eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to US customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. Okay, Um, let's look at streams of the day for Tuesday's action. Again, we do cascade down here and my cutoffs that I use are 65% for 10s, 45 for 12, 20 for 14, 10 for 16 and 45% for points leagues is a general rule that I go with here. I'm looking at a 10-team stream of Grayson Allen again. They only have two games this week, but it does not matter because they are on low-volume days, and then they play again on Monday on Christmas on a low-volume day, and Bradley Beal is out. So Grayson Allen is a sensational guy to have at the moment and to stream through this week, but just also to hold. Bradley Beal is out until January, at least. And the Suns are going to be a team that does play on quite a lot of the low-volume days. So Allen looks looks good. Don't worry about the two games this week. His two-game schedule this week is better than over half of the league. 12-team is Brandon Pajemski. He just shouldn't be sitting on any waiver wires, but he is. He's 60% available. I don't know whether he holds long-term, but he's just good. Like He's just someone who knows how to play. I don't think he's got really a shot of being like a you know former Santa Clara alum in Jalen Williams and being like a top 40 guy down the stretch. That Warriors team probably doesn't allow him to do that, but I couldn't rule it out. He's got an unbelievably diverse and well-rounded fantasy game. He just needs to be rostered. But if he's not, like just go and at him in 12s now and see what happens. 14 team, it is probably Malachi Branham, a starter playing 30 minutes with seven, eight assist upside. Doesn't always get it, but seven, eight assist upside is always very, very useful in a league that deep. And then for 16 teamers, it's probably Drew Eubanks. Maybe you get six points, four rebounds, two blocks. Cool. 16 team league, not many guys available, four games on. Eubanks is the backup center. And if Nurkic is injured or in foul trouble, minutes push up and he becomes a much better option. For points leagues, again, we're looking at 45% below a roster. Pajemski and Yahoo and Pajemski and ESPN is the guy that we're looking at to stream there. He's just continually being the poster child for waiver wire and stream options at the moment until he hits that like 50% mark, which he's not there yet. So we're still good to talk about pods as an interesting ad. In terms of the four games, what's on my radar? First game, Memphis and the Pelicans. Well, of course, it is Jamarant. Like, we just want to see, A, how he looks in his first game back. We want to see how they manage him in terms of minutes. And we want to see the trickle-down effect. What does the usage mean for Bain? What does the assist rate look for Bain? How does it mean for Jaron Jackson? Last season, they just played everyone 32 minutes a night. Bain and Jackson are playing like 36 at the moment. The usage is up, and they're playing really well, especially at the moment for Jaron. Um, But what does it do for everybody else? What does it do for Vince Williams? What does it do if Smart and Canard return? All of this, there's so many questions on that team. Them and Miami probably have the most questions out of anybody at the moment. And then for the Pelicans, it is CJ McCollum, because again, I just expected him to be the third offensive option on this team, but it hasn't been the case. I don't know why you would ever, as a point guard, decide that you need more shots than Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram, or as a coaching staff, but what do I know? I'm not the Pelicans coach, but that's what they're doing. So is that real? Is that what they're going to do? Does that only happen against bad teams? Is Memphis a bad team with Jarback? I don't know. Watching where CJ's role, we already knew the defense would fall in the hazard. That's gone, right? That wasn't going to hold. But it's about the usage to me for him and how he fits in the offense. In terms of stream, Santiago Dama probably looks okay. But again, that could be completely complicated if Biombo plays and how Morant fits in. And then for the Pelicans, it's either Alvarado or a Dyson Daniels as that stream guy. Of course, if Herb Jones or Trey Murphy are on your wire, they are very clearly better. But in majority of cases, they're not going to be sitting out there just uh, fluffing around on your waiver wire. The next game is the San Antonio Spurs and the Milwaukee Bucks. We want to watch, or what I want to watch, what's on my radar for the Spurs is Zach Collins. Get that garbage out of here! Yeah. Now, sometimes I... This is, is a, it's not a hard thing. Look, what am I doing? Like I'm doing this show, right? It's not that hard, but it is. Because I realize that I put out shows and not everyone's going to listen to every show. And if you are, you are a double banger. Congratulations to the, to the DB squad. Um, but I will say things like I've been saying that Zach Collins is a drop, I reckon, 10 times over the last week. Yeah? I've said a lot. My reasoning has always been out there. But then like yesterday, someone um, commented on the wavewise show. I go, man, you didn't even talk a single second about Zach Collins. What do we do with him? And that makes it so. I apologise for that. Like, yes, he's a drop. So mainly, I wanted to mention it here because again, to see if that bloke catches this show, and he's a drop. But it's hard for me. Like, how often do I repeat that Zach Collins is a drop? Do I do it every single show and every single time we talk about it? Because um, I don't want to be too repetitive to everyone, or even to myself. But even to understand, like, at some point, it's just like, well, we accept that. Um, but I, but I also do get it that sometimes it's like the people still asking, "Hey, man, where are the sound bites?" Okay. okay. We're 370 shows into this season, I think. And I've, I've no, we're not, 320, I think, since draft day. Um, and I've mentioned a lot. But yeah, people can't catch everything. So sometimes I do apologize if there's something you think I haven't covered. I almost definitely have. It just probably isn't in the show that you're watching at that time. So anyway, Zach Collins, yeah, we drop him. The only reason we wouldn't is if we watch him in this game and then they start going back to the Zach Collins and Victor Wemanyama together combination. Maybe they do. It's against Giannis and Brooke Lopez. I don't think so, though. And holding onto a backup, hoping that the guy in front of him gets injured... Yeah, is not a great idea. Also, yesterday, speaking of the Spurs and Wembenyama, a little bit of extra time here. I put out a little short yesterday. I talked about it on the recap show about Wembenyama in dynasty league. Said, look, surely he's the number one pick. And a lot of people pushed back. but nah, I'll take Luca over him. Okay, um, I'll take Jokic still. Someone said they'd take Embiid. Embiid's thirty. I that's a crazy pick in a dynasty league. Someone said um, they'd take Donovan Mitchell over him. And I went, you've got to be trolling. There's absolutely no way. I can understand a Shea. I can understand Halliburton. Like, Halliburton's twenty three. Shea's like twenty five or twenty six. Someone said, would you take Chet over him? I love Chet, but no, I wouldn't. Wouldn't take Chet over Wembenyama in the dynasty League. Jokic is 29 already. This is like nine years difference between the two. And honestly, I think Wembenyama is going to be a top seven player next season. So I would definitely take him at number one. But it was just interesting that a lot of people were like, no, Halliburton, Jokic, um, Doncic, Shea, Embiid, Donovan Mitchell. Someone taking the piss. I hope, I hope they'll take the piss. Said they would take LeBron James, which I, I sincerely hope it's a joke. But you never know. But all that, again, tells me is that if some people are in Dynasty Leagues, that maybe they're not properly, according to me, evaluating Victor Wembanyama. Huh. Um, Someone said, I wouldn't take him. He's too brittle. Okay. For the Bucs, I want to watch Andre Jackson. Not because I think he's going to impact fantasy teams. Because I'm not sure that he is. But he played 36 minutes last game replacing Beasley. He's one of those guys that just does good stuff. He can pass. He can defend really well. Can't shoot at all or score. But if Beasley shot falls away, do they put Andre in there more permanently? Almost definitely not. But I want to see what his role looks like. Could he take away minutes from Pat Connerton? It's just an interesting thing to see how that develops. Because their draft picks recently have been really bad. Like No one seems to step up. Marjan Bersham's doing nothing. Like Who's actually been a... Who have they drafted? I'm trying to think. Who the hell have they drafted that's been anything at all? Nobody? Like, this. It's, it's, yeah, it's rough. So let's see what Jackson can do. In terms of streams, um, Jeremy Sohan, I do think for the Spurs, he's going to start. He should play 30 minutes. That's enough. But yeah, he's been pretty bad. And I had him, I think, I think at number seven in that overall draft. If I did a redraft now, which I won't, I'll do it at the end of the se- end of the season, I don't think I'd have him there. Pat Connaughton is probably the stream for the Bucks, but it's a pretty rough stream zone. Of course, if Bob Portis is um, available, he's the guy that you go for preferentially um, in that situation. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time, the Game Time app, because tickets are fun. Well, sort of, because buying the tickets and the process of getting the tickets is not fun. Going to the events is fun. So you want to take the guesswork out of buying tickets. And Game Time, they've just got bang, bang, bang. So many different ways that they take the guesswork. That's their slogan. So I'd hope they'd have different ways, but they do. Different ways of taking the guesswork out of buying tickets. Number one. The all-in pricing, you don't have to guess what the price is going to be. You don't have to see a $20 ticket turn into a $50 ticket because of unnamed fees. That's that. They've got the taking the guesswork out by when you go onto the site and choosing your seat, you can actually see what the view is. View from your seat. Guesswork, gone. And you don't even have to guess like, if you're trying to guess a ticket, random ticket, you don't even have to do that. They can do it for you with their zone deals. You pick an area that you want to sit. The zone deals goes in, chooses the exact seat, and you can save on average 18% on those tickets. So whatever the event is that you're looking to see, sports, comedy, musical theater, whatever it is, GameTime has those tickets. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Straight after this, you'll have the um, Locked On Sports Today live 24-7 streaming YouTube channel. Our shows across all sports. Instead of watching the nonsense and the screaming that's on Fox Sports or on ESPN, just watch our channel. We've got a lot less screaming um, and a lot more insightful local coverage as well. So check out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube channel, national coverage, local coverage, fantasy coverage, many, many sports. Go and check it out over there. The next game that we're going to look at for Tuesday is the Phoenix Suns and the Portland Trailblazers. Eric Gordon, last game wasn't particularly good for Phoenix, but again, Beal is out. Will Gordon start, or will they start to see a little face again? I don't think it really matters. Gordon's probably going to play his 30 minutes, and he, like Grayson Allen, is a pretty strong stream guy, whereas on Portland, it looks very, very bad for Shaden Sharp at the moment. Really rough stretch, but it was very obvious to predict that he would fall off significantly. I think he is a hold for now, but in two weeks' time, I might be saying move on because it is very hard to get enough touches, usage, minutes, um, ball handling opportunities with all the guys that are available there. Let's see if anything changes in this one. He was rolling at 40 minutes a night, remember, and didn't even increase his usage when players went down, which is a big red flag. So let's see, can he work his way in, or is he going to be a stand-in-the-corner afterthought? That's that's the worry. So we watched that one. In terms of streams, Grayson Allen, Eric Gordon, very strong ones there, and then down the pecking order we go to Eubanks, Okogi, and Little. And then for the Blazers, it's probably thiable, but... There's no real path to 20 minutes there. If Brogdon was dropped, he's a streamer. Brogdon is a Jack candidate. Get that garbage out of here. So again, someone asked me that question. Hey, where are his double-doubles gone? Gone. Disappeared. They were never going to stick. They're gone. Get rid of him. Move on. You don't have to hold him. Except hold him for Tuesday because it's a low-volume day. Um, Thiebel's probably the guy there because he can pop off for two steals and three blocks in any given game. The next game is the last game. It is the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. Jason Tatum. I will give you a spoiler now. I think, I don't know, but I think Jason Tatum will appear on the Buy Low Sell High show tomorrow because he is shooting under 80% from the free throw line and has been like the 60th best player over the last two weeks. So I want to figure out whether that's real or what's real about it and how easy is it for him to get back to being that top 12 sort of a player. On the Warriors, I want to see Trace Jackson Davis. A, I want to see how much Steve Kerr plays him because he played more minutes than Sharich and Looney last game. Was there is there any chance they just bite the bullet and start him? I would put it at 0.01%. But if you hear an inkling, if you follow a well, Mark Spears, if you follow um, Anthony Slater, if you follow... Who are the other Warriors guys? Marcus S. Thompson, I think his name is... I think it's Marcus... Yeah, Marcus Thompson, the Warriors guys. If you follow Locked On Warriors, and they say, hmm, maybe Trace might be moving into a larger role, add him, especially for Tuesday because he has a much better fantasy game than Looney, a much better fantasy game than Sharich. If he played 22 minutes, he would be a 12-team flyer spec ad. We're not doing it yet. We do like to get ahead of things here. We're not doing it yet for Trace but we absolutely need to watch what goes on here and keep our ear to the ground with the Beat Reporters. In terms of streams, it is probably Slam and Sammy Hauser for Boston. I don't expect Horford sits this one, but he could. And then for the Warriors, it's obviously Pajemski. Behind him is Kaminga. And then we go to a Jackson Davis, maybe. It probably should probably go Sharage a little bit safer on the minutes, but they are the names that we are watching. In terms of chunks... It's the same chunk as yesterday, because the only low-volume days we've got are Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, in the next five. And that's what we're paying attention to here. And so the same chunk streams that I talked about yesterday are the same ones that are here today. And the back-to-back is only Boston. uh, The plays Tuesday, Wednesday, and with 10 games on Wednesday, we're not really focusing so much on that. But what about just the daily streams of the day? For 10-team formats, Grayson Allen at the top of the list. Brandon Pajemski, these all these guys basically are going to be available in 12s as well. Grayson Allen, Brandon Pajemski, Eric Gordon, um, Leaky Beasley. If he was dropped, I don't know that he's going to play, but if he was dropped, he's definitely worth a stream. Uh, Al Horford sits at 50%. You add him and then you drop him for Wednesday. And then Jeremy Sohan comes in down the bottom of that list. For 12s, look at all those first six and then move on to this next group. Malachi Branham. These are all 40% or below rostered. Santi Aldama. Chance that he starts? Maybe, maybe not. Don't know. Drew Eubanks. Sammy Hauser, Matisse Leibel, and Pat Connaughton, you will see that it dries up very, very quickly. I would say after Branham, those other ones are rough stream guys for 12-teamers. So you've probably got seven-ish options who are really good options for 10 and 12s, and then it gets a little bit rough. For deeper leagues... We've got all those 12 that we already talked about. Then we move into the Jose Alvarados, uh, Joshua Kogi, if he plays, Tamani Kamara, who doesn't have 30-minute upside anymore, uh, Nasir Littleface, who could start and play 26-27, Dyson Daniels, who's getting like 17, 18 minutes, and the other one there is Vince Williams Jr. He has been starting. Does he keep starting? How does Morant return impact him? The more important thing there, Williams would probably move into a 12-team stream, honestly, if we know that Smart and Kanata are out. But at this point, we don't. So I'm not sure where Williams fits. I'm just putting him in the deep league list, but watch for that because he could be a 30-minute-a-night starter if Smart and Canard remain out. He moves it back into that starting group and gives us a little bit of value. for points leagues. Uh, Pajemski at the top there. These are all 45% below. Pajemski, Sohan, Branham... Allen, that's Grayson Allen, Eric Gordon, and the bucket himself, John Kaminga comes in, who's been really disappointing, minutes are dropping, Kerr is losing faith and trust, he will have a pop-off game, but it's it feels not decided, but relatively clear that Kerr is just like, I can't with this guy, That that's the vibe that I get, like, absolutely not, 12 points, 70% shooting, yeah, still no, like, that's, that's basically how he's getting treated at this stage, we like to look, we ride the wave, we add when things are trending up, and then we go, oh, we're still holding um, Kaminga for now, but it's not looking particularly strong at this point. And that is the end of this show. Become a double banger. Go, if you're listening on audio, hello to you guys. If you want to go and then watch it on YouTube, that's how you become a double banger. If you're here on YouTube and you're going to go into the car or while you're doing chores, put your headphones in, go listen to the audio, download it in both spots. And if you are here on YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, comments. All that stuff. Get active in the chat. Talk to everyone in the chat. Leave your comments down below. It's a great spot for me to answer questions and also for other people to get in there and answer those questions as well. Guys, I think that'll do us. Yes, in fact, it does. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.